0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Paganau Weekly Podcast hosted by yours truly, it's Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? Alright, so uh, apologies for the later release of this episode. Let's just put it this way. A lot of stuff has been going on. Uh, despite the fact that we're all working from home, uh, we are still trying to keep our heads above water, not only in terms of work, but also in terms of a lot of things when it comes to, well, life. Uh, Shouts out to anybody out there who might be going through something at the moment, uh, especially if you are affected by all of the stuff that is going on. Hopefully, uh, you're taking care of yourselves. And, and that's the main message I wanted to have uh, here at the outset of this episode. So I hope everybody is staying safe staying inside as much as possible and of course staying healthy take care of yourselves and hopefully a podcast like this will be able to give you a little bit of respite despite all of the crazy news and all of the crazy stuff that you might be seeing uh, all the time on the internet or wherever you might be getting it it's in these moments that getting onto a line, whether it's Instagram Live or through Skype or through Zoom or whatever the case may be, is really important so you can connect to people uh, that are really important in your life. And that's actually one of the reasons why I was very excited for this particular episode with David Emel. You might remember that David and I were colleagues over at Android Authority back when I worked there, uh, so he's still one of my best friends and it's great to be able to talk to him once again. Uh, we reminisce a little bit and also catch up on what David has been up to. He's obviously out there in New York at the moment and just like me here in socal Uh, we currently have a sort of stay at home ordinance that we're all adhering to and of course all of you probably are adhering to as well no matter where you are After a short break, we do talk about the P40 Pro, of which I am still waiting for my particular unit uh, to do the review here at Pocketnow, but David has quite a few things to say, especially about the cameras, Uh, and he was able to uh, give some insight behind things like the RYYB uh, sensor and reasons why the P40 Pro is still a great phone to consider, even if it doesn't have Google Play services. After that, we do a little bit of a Q&A, uh, as we do now with these Instagram Live sessions. Uh, you can follow the Pocket Now account over on Instagram. It's at Pocketnow, so you can keep up with when we're doing these IG Lives, and you can get in on the conversation as well. This is our new way of doing sort of a video format of the podcast. Even if it's not quite on YouTube, there is still a place for you to catch us while we're recording the podcast live. And with all of that said, we're going to go ahead and get into this conversation. You might notice also that in this episode, I mentioned that I was going to have Jaime Rivera on uh, after I had David on, but unfortunately, scheduling issues and just some things that kind of got in the way kept Jaime and myself from recording the second half of this podcast. So stay tuned for that. Jaime will be back on very soon. uh, But for now, why don't you go ahead and enjoy this episode? We'll go ahead and get started now that our audio has been recording anyway, so Here's here's how, yeah. here's where I wanted to start this podcast off with because um, back when we both were working together we we did have the Android Authority podcast and it always started with the check-in mm. and we haven't done that in a long time
1: yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah true
0: so here's how I wanted to start an old school check-in of ours okay uh, back in December Hawaii mm-hmm. we stayed in Maui didn't get much sleep no. Nope. Then we went off to Shanghai. Shanghai. And then we went to Japan.
1: No, I went to Japan. <laughs> how in how,
0: uh, how in the freaking world did we bob and weave all of this craziness going on? We neither of us got sick.
1: And it was December, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, did I was I sick? I was sick in Japan.
0: Do you remember? But it was after I left though, right? You weren't that sick. Um you weren't. You no, weren't definitely I got, sick. I say that much.
1: I got pretty sick, but it was like not. I highly doubt it was this. It was probably just a cold. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I look back on it, and if, if for anybody out there that's thinking, like, you know, we should be showing gratitude, we should think about some good stuff, that's what I keep coming back to. It's like, how did I survive all of that? Like, yeah. how did we get past that? I know. It was pretty nuts. Um, but you know what? It, it was probably the, a good... It was, it was David's idea for listeners and viewers uh, for us to go to Japan after we were in China already for Oppo's Innovation Day. And I got my uh, what was there. really great about that... Yes, he got his dope camera. Um, and... What's funny is that that was the very end of the year, and then all of this craziness started to happen. It's almost as if like we were able to get it out. We were able to get our travel bugs, you know, satiated before all this craziness started mm. to happen. Because then the domino started to fall. Um, so how how are you doing um, out there right now? Like what's it's going on? Freaking
1: here? weird, man. Like I this is a bad time for me to get like super into film photography because I can't um, <laughs> I can't go outside and shoot so mm-hmm. I don't know why I just lost audio of you let me try that again <laughs> yeah bad time to get in film photography I started processing and developing my own film I did like a, a live of doing that a couple weeks ago and then this just started happening, and I was like uh, <laughs> because you know that I was I was just like traveling full time for like two and a half wow. years and having a home hadn't really stopped me for a while like I moved in in November October November and then I was gone until almost February pretty much and Mm -hmm. so it it hadn't really changed a lot and then all of a sudden we're stuck so Fisher and I um have just been like working in the same we're working in the kitchen every day and We're watching a few TV shows every night, and it's kind of nice in a way, but it's also just, like, weird. Like, the the time is just, like, it just flows together a little too quickly. I think that a big part of, like, making your life longer is doing something different every day because it makes you remember individual days. But, like, geez, like, the weeks are just bleeding together now. So. Yeah. It's strange. Well, I. You know what's happening? uh, Yeah, that was. Hold on. Ah. this is probably what's it's, happening. Oh, it's pulling focus. <laughs> yeah. That's what keeps
0: happening. I mean, you could use those me, for the call. That's fine. Off. I didn't even know
1: they were on. Okay.
0: Uh, quick shout outs to our, quick shout outs to a few people inside of our chats. Uh, Fat Produce, uh, uh, what's up, homie? Uh, we also have Flo in the chat. I don't know if she's still here, but she mentioned uh, Josh over there with the quarantine. That is a pun I can't believe I haven't thought about up until now. Uh, so, yes, quarantine, but this is coffee. It's a, it's 2 o'clock uh, where we are in California, so I'm allowed to have a little more, more coffee.
1: It's 5 p.m. where I um, am, but, but yeah. you know, I drink coffee anyway.
0: <laughs> you have coffee all the time. Mm. <laughs> Which reminds me, you and I, once all of this is finally over, um, we are due for a latte morning run. Because that is exactly what that that's like your that's your thing like that's you you wake up in the morning you walk to a cafe you get your latte and I whenever we're in the same place we do tend to go together I just Mm -hmm. join you and yeah yeah, like it's a good time it's
1: my uh, it's my excuse to go out and go for a walk in the morning every day so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it feels good I do it every morning but now I can't because all the coffee shops are closed so yeah sad but is it still not
0: okay for you to be walking out? Is it still not okay for you to be walking outside, though? Because it is. It is. And thing. I've been like...
1: Okay. But, you know, I'm, st- I'm trying to stay a little bit more careful because, like, Fisher had pneumonia right before this. So his immune system is probably yeah. not completely healed yet. And mm. I don't want to be the reason that he <laughs> dies. So <laughs> 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 Horrible yeah.
0: terminology, but I get what you mean. <laughs> yep. yep. Um. Oh, Jackson's in the chat. What's up, Jackson? Mm. Um, Brandon right, was here. so. Yeah, I don't know if still, g- we have yeah, a few people. Play. Well, we have uh, we have a few people in the chat. Some people are going to give some questions later. We are going to do a Q and A sesh, but I did want to do a quick check in with uh, with David. We haven't talked in a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, this is a good chance for us to to do a live together. Um, What's new with you? Though? That said, uh, well, with me, I mean, just trying to work from home. Like it's it's funny. Like I've been, I've said this on a couple of episodes so far. You know this about me because we used to work together. I realize, now that there's no excuse to be distracted by the outside world, mm. that I really don't have a routine. Mm. Like, I don't have systems. I literally wake up in the morning and I wing it. <laughs> it's a terrible way to do this. So I wake up in the morning and I go, what video has to go out today? Okay, I'll do that one. And whether or <laughs> not I actually finish it that day, because it's a yeah. lot of work, is it, it's, it's up in the air. It's whether or not I actually am able to power through everything. And let me tell you one thing. Anyone out there who might be looking to be a YouTuber to do video content, to do content creation as a as a job, powering through it all is how you burn out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it is literally how you burn out. So having yeah. systems in place, having boundaries in place, those are very important.
1: I should have mentioned that at the beginning of the talk. Like I, I I've done a couple podcasts talking about this, but it's like. With with everything happening, it's it's almost weird to be making the content we're making, and it's been it's been rough to like pull the motivation together. The bigger thing for me is yeah. that um, we I was so used to like going to events constantly, you know, to do hands ons and do all this, and MWC got canceled, and so like now if there's not new devices for me to like review or do hands ons for, I am not really used to just pulling content out of my pocket. <laughs> So, yeah. I don't know. It's been a little different. I'm trying to do more conceptual stuff. So we'll see what happens.
0: See, that's the thing that was that's the difference between you and I. Because I think I think no one would really anyone who knows me at least extensively would argue that at 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 my core I was meant to be a vlogger.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> I was meant to be the kind of person that sits here and is like, I want to talk about this. And I just turn on the camera, or in this case, my makeshift boom arm over here. I would just turn it on and talk into my camera. Um but yeah, I would just I would just talk about anything and then just put it out there and then whoever watches it watches it. That's kind of the way that I that's that's the way that I usually am when it comes to even tech reporting. Mm. Uh but trying to like be more conceptual, be more be more uh systematic about all of it, like there's there's a good there's something to be said about mixing the two together and finding that balance.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: But the world of tech continues moving forward and uh, it's one of the big takeaways that I've had recently is that all these companies are still finding ways of of getting their products out. And you just reviewed one, which I actually mm. I was going to pull it up over here because I wanted to go through some of the main points, uh, mainly because I don't have the Huawei P40 Pro yet. Mm. Um, mm. I am I am meant to be reviewing Pocket Now's unit, um, that just hasn't arrived yet. But your review is out, and I wanted to get some general thoughts from you regarding what I thought was okay. I thought it was interesting that Huawei, despite all of the stuff that they are going through with the American government, with American perception and whatnot, they got the phone in a lot of you guys' hands. Yeah, like right away.
1: Um, so I didn't review it myself. Uh, I'm gonna do the P40 Pro Plus. The thing is, oh, oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my yeah. bad. I see Ryan's name here. Sorry.
1: Huawei, um, Huawei didn't want they they didn't want to ship it out of Europe. So anybody. Anybody, Any company that did a review had to have people in Europe, basically, to do it. Well, not any, but most, oh, most of okay. them. Um, I do have a lot of thoughts on the phone, though, just because uh, I'm a camera sensor nerd, and <laughs> there's a lot of camera sensor stuff in this phone, so...
0: Yeah, go for it. Let's let's, let's go ahead and just pop into it. Like, okay, so this is not your review per se, but you mm-hmm. have you have plenty of thoughts on it. I didn't realize. I didn't see Ryan's name on here yet. Yeah. Because yeah, I have yeah. I have your, I have the video. Now that I know it's not your video, I have yeah. the video in <laughs> my watch later. Oh. Um. But yeah, so there are a few specifications that we can run through real quick. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, and, and I just want to put this thought out there. I know that I'm, I'm trying to remember. Android Authority did a video about was it quad HD versus full HD, or was it refresh rate? We did both. <laughs> Oh, you did both? Yeah. Okay. I think the one I saw was the refresh rate one, mm. and I talk to people all the time about this. So, the P40 Pro, 90 hertz display, P40 Pro Plus, I imagine, 90 hertz display as well. Um, isn't it? Okay. I. This is how I try to characterize it for people. If you were to hold a regular 60 frame or 60 hertz phone in your hand, it just seems like any other phone it's when you get to 120 in particular that it actually feels like you're holding something futuristic. Yeah. It actually feels like something that was tuned and defined for high performance. Um, so 90 Hertz display on the P40 pro does sound like at the very least what's becoming the gold standard.
1: Yeah. It, it is kind of weird to me that they didn't go 120 because Huawei is the kind of company that mm. likes to just ball out on this kind of stuff. Um, and it's also, it's also 1080p. Um, so I don't know if that's a limitation. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a limitation of the um, the 990 processor, but it it's weird for Huawei because usually they go like all the way out. So
0: yeah, indeed. Uh, what were some other things that were going on? I still get. I still think it's it's insane that they have what was it, 27 watt reverse wireless charging or 27 watt charging rather wireless charging um yeah that's really fast i think they do they it's have it's proprietary but it's
1: fast don't they have isn't it 40 watt
0: wireless charging
1: or reverse wireless charging
0: is it 40 watt wireless oh not reverse uh, sorry 40 watt
1: wireless i don't know what yeah. the reverse is is reverse 27
0: i think the reverse is 27 which that's I was, like, like crazy what? high <laughs> that's really fast yeah. <laughs> that seems like a health hazard it's nuts <laughs> yeah exactly That phone's going to get real warm. Um, Yeah. Okay, so we got that. So, you know, these are just a few things that I was wanting to kind of run through with this. We've talked about it in the past, but now we can get to your forte, which is obviously the camera sensors and Mm -hmm. whatnot. So what is it that, what really sets this apart from other cameras in the space at the moment?
1: Yeah, well, so right now, um, it's the biggest sensor on the market at all. Like, it's even bigger than the Galaxy S20 Ultra's. The S20 Ultra is 1 over 1.33 inches, and this is 1 over 1.28. And what makes it even more interesting is that it's a 50-megapixel sensor versus a 108-megapixel sensor. So when you take full-resolution images, the photo sites are a lot bigger than they are on the Galaxy S20 Ultra. Um, Because the S20 Ultra is binning 9x versus 4x, uh, the... The binned photo sites are about the same size. They're they're about two point four microns on both, but Huawei in general, it, like it's just getting more light, especially if you're taking a fifty megapixel image. So the full megapixel, the full images are going to look better. Um, for me, like using a big sensor with big photosites is like the goal, um, mm-hmm. and they have a really cool like. Mode where you can emulate a helios 44 lens uh which is like a very specific thing but really cool and it looks really similar to that lens it's an old it's an old vintage lens that has like really swirly bokeh um i'm really into it (laughs) so it's a pretty (laughs) cheap lens so if you want to get one you can adapt it for like pretty inexpensive but it's a pretty famous lens too so um yeah
0: and We're talking to the guy who literally, the reason we went to Japan was so he could go to a vintage camera store that had a classic Fuji, Mm. and my God, that store was insane. It's so dope. It just was. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Now I'm I'm looking into
1: getting a medium format um, film camera, so I've been on a binge, but not that I have much to shoot right now, but you know, (laughs) when this is over.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, I asked Jaime about this uh, in the last episode, and I'm still kind of looking for people to give me their thoughts on it because, um, you know, full disclosure to everybody out there, I actually have not used a Huawei phone, mm. like, as a daily driver since the, I want to say it was the P20 Pro. Okay. And that was when we all went to Germany, and we went to the Leica, the Leica, the Leica factories and whatnot. That was a while ago. That was when I first went solo on jv was that mate um, 20 pro so was that one Mate 20 it might yeah. be twenty. oh wait we uh, went to
1: we went to london for mate 20 i yeah.
0: think so yeah 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 that, i think that was I, anyway 20 is the the, the number was yeah. the last one that i used so a lot has changed since then and that's the reason why i'm still asking people to sort of put into words what the heck this ryyb is oh and this sensor, I get the concept, I get the technological terms, I get the I get the detail about it, but how does it actually translate into everyday good smartphone photography mm-hmm. in the way that uh, that actually sets it apart from other phones like the S20 Ultra like I'm using right now?
1: Yeah, so yellow has a wider wavelength than green. So that means that mm-hmm. there's a bigger band of light that it can capture. So when photons are being... Shot from everywhere at your phone, uh, the center has a filter on it, and that filter basically breaks the photons into three different colors. And then the way that the sensor is arranged, it's usually like uh, two greens, a red, and a blue. And green is a wider wavelength than red and blue, and that's why it has. That's why um, there's two of them, so it can capture more light. But if you put a yellow filter there, then it'll actually capture a bigger range of color and then the the processor can just uh, convert that yellow light into like green or whatever colors it it's supposed to be. The first phone that used it, which was I think the P 20, the P 30 pro. Um, I think so too. It, it actually had some interestingly kind of weird hues on greens. Like they hadn't, they hadn't really perfected the conversion from the yellow light to green light. <laughs> so like green's, mm-hmm greens were very bright and almost a little bit yellow tinted um but that is a big reason why it does so well in low light so it's both the size of the sensor and the and the fact that it's RYYB like the P30 Pro blew everyone away because like it any auto mode shot looked almost better than like night sight on Pixel <laughs> like it was ridiculous <laughs> Uh, and so that that's a huge contributing factor. And they put that in the Mate 30 Pro as well, but especially in the P40 Pro, it's like, ah. And this whole thing is like, this annoys the heck out of me that the, the US government, it has to be Huawei. Because like Huawei is, in my opinion, pushing hardware in smartphones further than like any other company, right? Like Samsung isn't doing a lot. Like they made a big... 108 megapixel sensor but like a lot of it's marketing um so Mm -hmm. it's just it's a bummer that Huawei is the one that's not going to be able to be sold as much at least they're sold in Europe so
0: yeah so on that topic the other thing that I haven't been able to do since the last time I worked exclusively with not exclusively but closely with Huawei phones is the whole Google thing. And of course the moment, the moment you say the word Huawei, the chats or the discussions or the comment sections go nuts yeah. with the, but what about Google? But where's the Google at? Where's all that at? Mm. Um, having been with the P30, the Mate 30 in your case, like what ways did you, go did you, or even any of you guys over at Android authority, what were the tips that you gave people or what did you tell people about that missing?
1: Yeah. So it's, It's weird. I think we titled our Mate 30 Pro review, like, the best phone you shouldn't buy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that's just because, like, it's such a good... Like, every Huawei phone is, like, so good. But without Mm -hmm. all the vital apps and services that you need to be able to use your phone, like... It sucks, but like phones run apps and apps are what make a phone a phone. Like a phone's not really made to use the phone anymore. A phone is made to use the apps that companies have made and services. And so like putting this app gallery thing on, you know, on Huawei phones and Huawei saying like we're working with uh, individual developers to like make their apps work on app gallery it's like i think i think for the p40 pro like their name drop for the company they got to make an app for app gallery was tom tom
0: which is like oh really
1: god damn (laughs) like nobody's yeah it's just it's sad um you know there's a there's a bunch of articles out there on like how to sideload google play services so like you could Mm -hmm. make it work um Google is very gung ho about trying to get people to not sideload Google Play services because as soon yeah. as Android gets is forked, um, Google ha- and Google isn't updating it, they have no control over whether or not there's like spyware or whatever in the phone. So yeah, exactly. Nobody yeah, don't checking. have Play Protect. Yeah, nobody. Nobody is checking whether or not Huawei is putting, you know, sending data back to China or whatever. So it's yeah that too it's a weird thing i mean obviously there's been a lot of um proof that huawei has like stolen ip and all that stuff because in china like it's just ip is not really a thing people worry about (laughs) they just make stuff and copy stuff and it doesn't really matter um but yeah it's it's a larger topic that could be discussed forever to be honest it's like
0: yeah said. for sure mm. and it's 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 just an interesting thing because I think the the two main holes that I would have in losing Google Play services are obviously maps and YouTube. Those are the yeah. two biggest things, and when you think about it, you know you could say like, oh, you know, just like how Apple makes Apple maps, you know what if Huawei does the same thing? Do you really want Huawei mapping all of the <laughs> streets of the <laughs> of the yeah. u s yeah. like and not to say that Huawei is nefarious, but if you're talking about security or privacy or anything like that, that's the wrong mentality to have. Yeah. So you shouldn't be thinking that a company that isn't already vetted, uh, well enough like Google or Apple. And even then who knows where the, like, we are only really trusting Google and Apple not to do anything bad with that data. We're only trusting them (laughs) because
1: they're American. Like that's the only reason we're trusting them. And that's another thing that's just like a lot of our trust comes from like patriotism. Um, (laughs) and this could, you know, this could obviously turn into a political conversation, but I won't go there. Um
0: yeah wow. it's true for most it's true for most markets that yeah. they'll always stick to what they know and that's and that's fine that's what happens you know we live in america and that's the mentality we have here for a reason because we live yeah. here yeah so yeah it's different um okay so i was trying to think of one last thing that i wanted to bring up um regarding oh uh the other thing that i know you guys you you actually mentioned that you wanted to talk about this just a little bit of speculation we don't know too much about it yet but mm. the pixel 5 is obviously on the horizon um, and there are some rumors uh, at the moment saying that it's probably going to be more or less a mid-range product. And it's the moment I say that that I know a lot of people are groaning. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> because they're like, why? Why would you do that? What is your insight on this? Like, you know, you said you wanted to talk about this.
1: Yeah, well, so, okay. The The rumors are that it's going to use a Snapdragon 765G. And I know that a lot of people... Which isn't bad. No, exa- exactly. So. So here's the thing. Uh, the reason that Pixels, flagship Pixels, have sold so badly over the years is two things. Price and battery life and specs. I guess three things, right? Like the Pixel 3 had four gigs of RAM. That was a mistake. Pixel 4, a little bit big, better because it has six gigs of RAM. But the battery life is horrible. Like it's too expensive because it was like neck and neck with all these other phones that had way better specs than it. Um and so their their potential market is, like, so small. Like, Google's potential sales market for flagship Pixel phones is pretty much just photographers and, like, Android nerds, um, which is a very small market. And so the Pixel 3a came in, and that, like, wrecked. It, like, it sold so many units on Amazon because it's cheaper. And the whole premise of my Pixel 3a review was, like, It's not about the specs. It's about getting the Pixel experience. And the Pixel experience is really good because it's like an iPhone. The Google apps and services are made to be working with this software. Like it, it is made with the software together. So it works really well. It's smooth. It's streamlined. And the other thing is that the Snapdragon 865 in particular is a really expensive chip. It's like more expensive than any other chip before it. And the reason for this is because they have a dedicated X55 5G modem, right? Uh, It's not, it's not an integrated modem because they want the ability to swap out millimeter wave 5G if the manufacturer wants it. So the manufacturer can either say, I want an 865 and an X55 modem with just sub six or with millimeter wave. And so. Because of that, it's bigger, it takes up more space, and it's really expensive. So if Google, but the seven sixty five G is the first chip that had it has an integrated modem, so it's in a smaller package. It supports millimeter wave and sub six automatically, and it's cheap. So if Google is able to sell a phone, and now you look at the the Galaxy S twenty plus, that's twelve hundred bucks for the the S twenty plus. Right, So if you're comparing the uh, Pixel 5 XL at $800, even if it's mid-range, to the S20 Plus at $1,200, that's a $400 price differential. And Mm -hmm. if you're just saving money on the processor and modem, you can actually work on the hardware more. Like the the Pixel 4, um, I love the hardware on this phone. I think it's really good. And... If Google could make equally good hardwa- hardware or even better, and still have a really good software, maybe make the specs a little bit better, but just about the chip to be the seven hundred and sixty-five G, which, to be honest, like people can't tell the difference between between <laughs> a mid-range processor and a flagship one. The only things that are really like obviously missing are like the seven sixty-five G can't do eight K video, boohoo. Pixel, like Google didn't even do 4K sixty on the Pixel 4. So if even though it, the chip supported it. So if that's the case, like Google's yeah. not the company that's gonna run in and try to like use every new feature that Qualcomm has available, like Samsung is. Um so yeah, I don't know, just it seems like a sensible decision because in I'm pretty sure in their presentations when they launch these phones, they don't talk about specs. They talk about the new magic that Google can do because of software. And that's, yeah, that's what Google's about as a company. So I don't know. I think it makes sense. I I think people would, people are going to freak out, but like, why? Like, what do you want? What do you want from an 865 that you can't get in the 765G? It's going to have better battery life. It's going to be cheaper. They can spend more money on the hardware. Like it makes a lot of sense for them to go that direction. So,
0: I, I, I think so as well. I mean, because I think what the Pixel 3A actually showed us or taught us in a market that generally doesn't prioritize it, is that you can spend a little less but still have a really nice experience. And when we were at uh when we were in Hawaii, which is what I said at the beginning of this episode, we were seeing that the seven sixty five G was out there, and I think I think unanimously every one of us who are tech reporters were there and we were like eight sixty five is dope and all, but that's seven sixty five G though. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a cool that that's cool that they did that. And it's a it's a 5G enabled chip and to that point um anything current gen whether it's mid-range or top tier from Qualcomm can have 5G on it. Yeah. And what's great about that is if I'm still not really in the camp of you need to get 5G phones now, especially since most of the time a 5G phone is a lot more expensive until Yeah. until this happened. Yeah. Until the V60. I happened. actually kind of wanted this to This is talk- an $800. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's using it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I. The only reason why I'm, I'm, we're not really talking about this yet is because final reviews are going to be coming out up until next week, so I can have you back on and we can get okay. final. I reviewed on mine now.
1: last week, so. Um,
0: yeah, mine. Mine. Mine is going to come out very soon. Pocket Now's, which is also done by me. So both of my reviews are coming <laughs> out in the next <laughs> week. <laughs> Um, because this is the thing, it's basically like reviewing two phones because there's an experience of the V60 and then there's an experience of the dual screen. Mm. And Mm -hmm. those are to me, like to somebody who's getting this phone, there are like three different ways of looking at it. Number one, if you just want a good affordable phone with top end specs it's a good choice if you actually want to use the dual screen you're kind of a different user altogether like you're yeah. literally looking for that experience yeah, yeah and then finally it's literally right now the cheapest 5g phone which I think is a big deal yeah especially to somebody who still doesn't care that much about 5g yet
1: yeah yeah um you know it's funny I have I have sub six and millimeter wave on my block which is like <laughs> kind of perfect Damn. Uh, yeah um, yeah but I don't run Verizon so it's like millimeter wave doesn't really matter for me mine would
0: be sub six because it's t-mobile yeah so, i i run phi
1: like, so it's it's sub six it uses t-mobile's sub six 5g um yeah yeah no but the v60 like i we could maybe talk about this again next week but the battery life is so good <laughs> i don't know if you're reviewing it like right now right now but the battery life is like the best of like any phone i've ever used it's insanely good
0: so i went out I went out yesterday to one of the only places that I could go out to because they limit tickets into this large Arboretum outdoor garden place. Mm. Um, so very few people there. You can stay very far away from everybody, which I did. Um, it's one of my favorite places to get photos and videos and do my real-world camera tests. Normally when I do that, by the time I get home, I got to plug this thing in. I still had 30, 35%
1: yeah i like got it was two really interesting and I, I was
0: doing i was doing 4k 60 i was doing 8k stuff it was crazy yeah, like yeah. it still had a lot of battery
1: i got two full days out of it like it's crazy yeah but anyway <laughs> um there were some comments down here but, well yeah someone said yeah, we're gonna get
0: to those in just a sec but oh, okay, I, I wanted okay. to i wanted to i wanted to finish up my, my my thought real quick that yeah um i do think that in an emerging market of 5g users If the new pixels are able to be very affordable, but still have that 5G in a 765G, which you heard from me and David is still a good processor,
1: Mm.
0: like 5G all of a sudden will become easier for people to adopt. And I think that's the biggest problem that 5G has right now is that it's not really everywhere. And up until now, the phones were damn expensive. Yeah. So I think those were the, my main points. Um, okay. To the people who are in the chat right now, get your questions ready. We are going to do about 10, 15 minutes worth of Q&A before David has to leave. We're going to take a really quick break at the moment for the audio side. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into a small break. All right. So we did have a few questions in there. Um, uh, there's Oh, Stacy's in the chat now. oh no um all right so david you had uh did you already find a couple of comments you wanted to respond to let's just keep this one pretty open-ended
1: yeah um i saw a few people some some people said i'm totally fine with the 765g someone says i take i take tons of photos on my phone but i never game so it doesn't matter to me and like the the 765g has better gaming performance anyway that's what the g stands for so even if you want to game it's it's fine uh, I think the 765G is already perfect for the average consumer with the pure Android experience. Yeah, it's like... It, I think that the hardcore people that just want to look at specs are going to be upset. But if Google can make it still a premium product for like $800 or less... And it's it's also sad that like $800 is what's considered like affordable high-end now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just the fact... Like I was talking to... I think like Jaime about this like a few weeks ago when we were reviewing the ultras. I was like, "Did you notice that the S twenty plus is is twelve hundred dollars and it started at a thousand dollars last year? Like they bumped it by two hundred bucks and nobody noticed. <laughs> like that's a lot. <laughs> I feel like them having a fourteen hundred dollar ultra." made them able to make that1200 dollars because of the perception of value you know
0: yeah that's true yeah um, the that's the reason why the pixel 3a is probably gonna be it's still a darling for a lot of us it was 400 bucks guys I mean come on it's and you can uh, I, you I can play like stadia on it too <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> Um, on the topic of gaming, though, like I was talking to Issa about this because she wanted to get a little more, uh, a little bit more context, a little more perspective on gaming on a phone. What, what on the lower tiered, uh, on the lowest tier of Bejeweled, like that's the lowest end game, right? Like you okay. can think of Candy Crush or Bejeweled, right? Like there's, it's not that intensive. It doesn't require too much as far as specs are concerned. She, she was asking, what's on the other end? Like what's the extreme on the other end? And I was like, well, I mean. Um, as far as mainstream uh, games are concerned, like Call of Duty, Duty, Fortnite, Call of Duty mobile, um, the, the new, um, the new Final Fantasy game is pretty intensive. It's not too, it's not too, uh, not too simple. So those are like my thoughts, but my my main point is all Android games work on all Android phones. It's just a matter of (laughs) speed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) no,
1: exactly. I think that the, the most taxing thing about Call of Duty mobile and Fortnite mobile is the fact that it is a multiplayer live game. So you have, to just be, yeah. you have to have really good internet to, like, make it work well. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the most taxing thing, and that's what's going to use most of your battery is the constant uplink and downlink from your phone.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I scrolled all the way back up to an old question because I, I, it stuck in my head. Mm. Uh, Fat Produce was asking, what are the oldest smartphones that y'all have at home? He did say smartphone. Because um, the first thing that came to mind was, like, a Sony Ericsson, but that's not a smartphone. Um what is the oldest smartphone I have in my house? It's either the Droid Incredible or the Galaxy Nexus. But I don't know where I put the Galaxy Nexus.
1: I, I used like I broke it. to have my Samsung Galaxy S3. I kept it for a really long time. Ooh. Uh, that was the first phone I pre-ordered. So, um, But no, I don't have it anymore. I actually don't own a smartphone, um, which is... You
0: know. Like own own. Yeah, I don't
1: I don't own any phones. Like Yeah. I'm just changing too much. I
0: actually found I've been doing a lot of backups. Uh I found some old hard drives and I started backing up the smartphone videos and photos to Google photos. Mm -hmm. So I've been getting a lot of old notifications like, you know, this happened four years ago, blah blah blah. And one of them was a picture of David. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the uh, there was an old folder I haven't even looked in it, but like I, maybe one of these days I'll look back on it. You know, because we we're at the point now where we're just making any content during this whole work from home era. Um, I found old Droid Incredible photos, and I kept thinking, "Wow, how far we've come!" Like that's you know, camera was so bad. Now.
1: You know what's funny on the opposite end of that spectrum? Like I know this isn't super old, but like I was reminded last night. I did this. Um, this what at the Google pixel four launch, I did this like selfie comparison with Mark Lavoie uh, who makes the pixel, the pixel camera software. I brought a pixel one, two and three and then used the pixel four. And I did four selfies to compare like how they were. And I liked the pixel one camera the best. (laughs) And I was like, Hmm, are we going backwards? (laughs) But I mean, going back to the, the P40 pro, like, wow, the camera on that is good. Like if you have an opportunity to try, try that phone, um, I'm going to get the P40 pro plus they're going to send it to me when that actually comes out in like May. Uh, cause the P40 pro plus got super delayed for some reason, but I'm like really yeah. excited to try that. Cause apparently it has 10 X optical zoom. So.
0: Whew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, going, scrolling back to some of the other stuff that was in here. Um, Okay, so you, you and Michael make it very... Like, you guys are very outward in, in communication to your audiences that you live together, right? Because a few yeah, people are yeah, asking yeah. where Fisher is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> He's um he's on a walk right now. We're, we try to, like, go oh, okay. off, Yeah, it, we didn't plan it that way. <laughs> We've just been, like, <laughs> trying to get outside and um, do stuff.
0: Maybe he's not. Oh, no, never mind. He's in his room. <laughs> um, oh, he's in his room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, one person was asking where i got this black cup this is actually the cup that comes with the um, Aeropress go which ironically i got right before all of this craziness started happening because mm. it's a good travel coffee maker and yeah i can't use it on travel anymore so <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude i'm gonna start like a Sounds separate easy. bank account just to like save money for traveling a crap ton as soon as this is all over
0: Well, you know, okay. I mean, I I haven't said this out loud in any form of media yet, but I firmly believe that once this is all over and we're able to see each other again and travel to places where we're all there, I I imagine a lot of teary eyes. I imagine a lot of relief, a lot of hugs, and I imagine that I I myself will get really emotional that I can actually see my friends again, that I can see people I care about again.
1: Yeah, Uh, I'm really, really glad that I live with people because if I lived by myself I would go completely nuts right now. <laughs> so, my heart I goes out it. to all the people. I have people my family so I'm own.
0: Yeah, indeed. Um, I have my family here so I'm I'm kind of lucky in that regard. And I've been doing a lot of stuff to like recreate. I'm even not trying to go to my office that much just to not go places. Yeah, we even been using the Which is kind of why this has happened. Often,
1: like Fisher uses the studio yeah. for voiceovers and I do podcasts in there sometimes, but like Mm -hmm. We don't want to go because like say Jaime goes and he's infected but doesn't know it and touches some stuff and then I touch it we're just kind of like all trying to avoid it right now although Jaime's in not even in America but
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's uh, and we'll be talking to him tomorrow for the other half of this podcast. Hmm. Um, one of the other questions, just so that person knows, David, is your voice coming from the Galaxy Buds Plus mic? It sounds really good and clear. Yes, it is. It's directly from that. So that's yeah. good to hear. <laughs> I'm using the Jabra. Um, the, these are pretty much just for the sake of these uh, lives and these calls and whatnot. But I was covering it with my beanie here because um, <laughs> you and I have talked about this a lot. How are you guys coping without being able to cut your hair?
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was, uh, I was thinking of that <laughs> yesterday. So I'm bad. Yeah, it, it seems okay today, but I'm like growing a mullet, dude. <laughs> like, it's
0: bad. <laughs>
1: it's so bad
0: i'm like i don't know listeners if you're not in the ig live right now you are missing out that was a (laughs) hilarious one (laughs) i'm
1: i'm nervous because i i hate i hate having long hair in the back and that's just it gets so thick so quickly i
0: don't know you know what the next time we actually see each other in in person i might have like I might just let it go. <laughs> You've seen me with long hair before. Yeah. but You've changed your hairstyle multiple times
1: since we've known each other. So,
0: Oh, yeah. like My hair, I, I experiment all the time with it. I don't even care. It's only until someone in the comments like starts like really ripping on it that it makes me think about it. Like, mm. It's the only time that I am like, oh, I better cut it now. Um, okay, so one final question for you, David, is how mm. I end every segment with our uh, show. Uh, David, and it could be anything. It doesn't even have to be tech, though this is a tech show. Uh, David, what is in your pocket now? Oh, um, can I go get my camera? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, that'd be great. Give me one minute.
1: (laughs) I almost brought it with me.
0: (laughs) I love it. Of course it would be a camera with David. I mean, come on. I also like that little background. Um, again, listeners, uh, we uh, we do these IG lives every week now. Um, this has been our way of doing the live podcast. It may not be quite the YouTube live that you remember, but then again, Instagram live is working way better than Hangouts ever did. So make sure you follow Pocket now.
1: Okay, so I'll do t- I'll do two quick things. Um, one, Fisher's been letting me borrow this, which I really really like. Uh, the hybrids yes dude yeah i hate wear os watches so like the the hybrid is so dope it's um it's so good yeah i've been using it a Uh, lot fossil
0: hybrid hr by the way for our listeners
1: yes fossil hybrid hr (laughs) and what's cool about it is like (laughs) it's leather on the top but it's it's rubber on the back so you Mm -hmm. can sweat with it and it doesn't really matter but i just i love let's see if it'll focus I love how it does like step count and heart rate and day and time you flick it here. let's see if that works. <laughs> wow. It really knows if it's on your wrist, I guess, <laughs> but if you flick it, yeah. the, the, they'll move around in a circle. So the arms you can,
0: will move around. Mm-hmm. So
1: you can see things a lot better. Um, I love this. Yeah. It's, it's really dope. Uh, the, the other thing that's
0: rather on my shoulder all the time, Is uh, (laughs) is this this guy? Oh boy, that's what this is the camera, uh, folks. That we went to Japan for
1: right there. This is the Fujifilm. And I was there when you got it. Like, it's 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 pretty banged up now. To be honest, I I wish I was a little more (laughs) careful with my stuff. Um, yeah, this is I started my darkroom because of this, and I've developed like a few rolls of film. Currently shooting some uh, Kodak. Gold because it's a cheap roll and I have been going on walks like every day or every other day and just trying to shoot around Greenpoint. Kind of documenting what's happening, but also staying my distance. So Yeah. Also I'm just course. I'm practicing developing, so um quickly, really quickly, the other thing I wanted to just mention is like how much I like this phone. <laughs>
0: Yes. Um I saw you pop it out earlier. Mine is sitting right here waiting to be yeah. reviewed next week. And um my God, like we but the next segment is gonna be about with Jaime is gonna be about the one plus eight hype around that. Um and of course everyone's speculation is that it's gonna be more or less very similar to this, but we'll see. We don't know yet. Hmm. Um but if it is, there's a lot to like because the Oppo Find X two Pro, man, one twenty hertz sixty five watt HD charging at the same time. 65 watt charging Good 5x God, 5x periscope I'm, uh, camera i'm gonna go to the arboretum again and take pictures with this thing as long as the the cases in california don't get that much worse yeah um but yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to that as well i do like this phone a lot uh leather backing i mean come on how could yeah you and then they came out with that le- didn't they do the lamborghini edition like this morning? yeah yeah they did <laughs> <laughs> uh someone
1: says it they still crazy. make film cameras and no this was actually made in 1992 um Oh, that's right. But it Look is Look at the wood
0: grip there. That's so cool. Solid
1: titanium and wood, so it it doesn't really wear yeah. that much. But it's uh this is going to be
0: a deep cut, but this is going to be a deep cut. But I'm going to send you a music video later now that you're developing film. And I think I've talked to you about this music video before, but it's by it's by a K-pop group called KISS and it was the name of the song is Because I'm a Girl. And it has a lot to do with, like, a dark room and developer liquid and whatnot. You're going to laugh when you watch it. I'm sure of it. It's supposed to be a very depressing video, but you're going to laugh when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> okay. It's one of those, like, classic K-drama, K-pop music videos uh, that are supposed to be all sad. Um, yeah, please do yes. send me that. All right. With all that said... Uh, David does have a couple of meetings to get to, um, yeah. and thank you so much for coming on. We'll, we'll do this again next yeah, week. Yeah, we we'll should definitely do it dive more. into the V60.
1: Let's do it more because I'm trapped in my apartment. I can use some <laughs> engagement. So,
0: <laughs> well, to be fair, um, a little bit later I'm going to do this for Tech and T with TK. So hmm. I have a I have a, a rolling schedule with all this stuff. So honestly, I'm down whenever. You know? Okay, we just need to know what to talk about. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah.
1: well, I can talk for hours about anything. Though.
0: All right. <laughs> Follow David on Twitter and Instagram. He is found on Twitter at Durvid Imel, uh, D-U-R-V-I-D-I-M-E-L. And then he is found at David Imel on Instagram. He puts up some really awesome photos from his adventures as a film photographer over on both accounts. From there, you can also follow me, your host, at JV Tech tea on Twitter and Instagram. You know me, I'm JV, I love tech, and I love to drink me some tea. Don't forget to follow Pocket Now all over the place. It is, of course, at Pocketnow on Twitter and Instagram, and then subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, at youtube.com slash hit the bell over on the site to keep up with all of the videos that are coming out jaime is still on top of all of the pocket now dailies and you can look forward to them every single day Hit that bell over on the side so you can keep up with everything Pocketnow is doing, whether it's the daily from Jaime and core content from both him and myself. Our theme music and the music in the interludes is done by Pinevok in the album Cell Division Music for Smartphones. The intro is the song Smartphone, and the interludes are a song called App Store. You can find this music at staviosphere.bandcamp.com. And with all of that said, we're going to thank you once again for listening to this episode of the Now Weekly Podcast. Look forward to our next episode. You can follow the live over on Instagram live by following the account at Pocketnow. And every week we get on, record the podcast, and answer some of your questions via the IG live. From there, you can also subscribe to this particular podcast in whatever podcasting app you choose. And from there, we will see you next week, and we will look forward to seeing you in our next episode.